Is my mind empty or half full? I will let you decide as we discuss any damn thing that is on our minds. Welcome, 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 my beautiful people. Welcome to the podcast Mindful, where we discuss anything that is on our minds. Anything that is out there worth talking about, we're going to share it. And you're just going to have to listen to my ramblings and my thinkings. But guess what? I listen to yours too. My mind is so full right now and I know yours too. So let's free our minds and get talking. Hi, my beautiful people and welcome to another episode of Mindful, the podcast. Now, I'm so elated today to talk to my guest and she's no other than Jalene Rader. And, you know, Jalene is an author, you know, who created um, a children's book series called Pilots and Places. And this book series allows kids and their families to learn about different countries, cultures, and languages. Now, Jalene is from, originally from Belize, yes, and yes, is a form, <laughs> she's a former diplomat. Wow. <laughs> now she loves traveling, <laughs> writing, and spending quality time with her family. Hi, Jeline. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Claudine. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, when you sent me the link, you know, um, and I saw the very topics that you had, I was pretty impressed, you know, and um, even more so that you use it to, to, to motivate and inspire people. So thank you for having me sharing this way today that's what we do i keep saying i'm in the sharing business so <laughs> once, you know, i can share you know what inspires me what inspires you that's great 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 now let's start with telling us a little about yourself i know i said a lot in the beginning but yeah. tell us a little about yourself sure sure um if i describe myself in just uh one one phrase I would say that I'm a lover of all things international you know and that that seems to be the common thread underlying theme you know in in several aspects of my life much of my um you've already mentioned it much of my professional life has been in the uh, field of international relations um, as I worked for the foreign service um, for my native country Belize for several several years I had already had a love for travel but that being in that position certainly developed that love. I, I was able to train all over the world, have meetings all over the world. And towards the end of that career, I, I, I was uh, stationed at our embassy in, in London. So there I got to not only work with the Belize diaspora there, but, but also meet people from all walks of life, you know, and I really enjoyed that time. And then it was time, you know, when I had my first child, it was time to move back closer to, to family in this side of the world. And I still wanted to carry over that, that international relations into some other field. And I ended up in education, another passion of mine. So right now I work as the international specialist and designated school official for Regent University here in the U.S., wow. uh, Virginia Beach to be precise at Regent University, dealing with international students from all over the world. You know, that's really what I, I love about it. And it's it's really not just dealing with them and admitting them or them academically or even, you know, 
maintaining their visa status with the liaising with the Department of Homeland Security. So it's all of those things combined. And so whether, you know, if, if I'm not personally traveling somewhere or, or yeah. working with people different places, you know, I'm or, 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 or writing about different countries, as we'll talk about, you know, I, I seem to be finding myself in a multicultural or international context. Yeah, I was just about uh, to say that you're, you're <laughs> very international. <laughs> so you yeah, to be a, yeah, a, a people person, you know, always sure. with yeah. people. Yes, that's what I love. Um, variety is the spice of life, too, as they say. So, um, people of different walks of life, it just makes life interesting. <laughs> yes. You know? But tell us, Jolene, like from the formal life of being, you know, a diplomat and, you know, rubbing shoulders with <laughs> some of the most influential people in the world. Now, how did, sure. you know, what propelled you to like take on um, writing, take on that title writing. of author? Sure, sure. Well, you know, my traveling is one of my passions, but it's also one of my passions as well. Um, I did my undergrad in in journalism, in print journalism, to be specific. As far as I can remember, even in, in high school, I was always that person who wrote the long essays. It was a bit verbose, but I, I loved writing. Um, so I, that's what got me into print journalism for the undergrad degree. But I quickly realized, you know, journalism is uh, writing, but writing under pressure. That's the world of journalism. I don't necessarily like writing under pressure. So I looked for different outlets to still utilize uh, my my passion, my my writing. Um, so the other writing outlets I would find in, in work, whether that was writing press releases, I was the official, like I was the go-to for any kind of written correspondence from the embassy, you know, um, yes, I would, speeches. I would on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would write speeches for them, you know, the ambassadors and, the, you know, my foreign minister, but, but, but I also did it for leisure as well and you know i'd write little motivational um posts on social media and you know people started saying you know you should write that book you know i would buy it i would read it <laughs> and um so i looked into that and um i found it to be a little you know especially through amazon's you know i found it a bit to be a easy process really and so i um started to document my writing and and I thought to myself, what can I write about? Well, why not write about something that you're already passionate about, interested in, and that's traveling. <laughs> so I kind of married the two together, and that's how I, yeah, children's book series. That is such a brilliant idea, you know, because since you've lived in these places and that sort of thing, I just find it brilliant that you, you know, can <laughs> just extend that part of yourself, of your culture. Sure. You know, yeah. so that others can, you know, know and understand the different, the cultural differences. And that's so sure. good. And especially starting with a children's book, because, you yeah. know, I mean, not, I would not necessarily buy a travel book, but right. I'd buy it for my, for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well well children are at their most impressionable you know that's that stage that's they're they're already at an impressionable stage and the goal of just writing the children um not to just have a picture book you know but to impart knowledge as you've said to try to share cultures um so i i want to do that as at as young an age as possible 
certain, you know, it doesn't need, I, I want to, yes, in, in, encourage them to travel, but they don't have to necessarily develop a love for travel like me, not, you know, but, but I want them to value the importance of global differences, that there are other cultures out there to understand that, not to feel threatened by it, not to discriminate it, it yes. but to, to embrace those differences. As you, you know, you've probably seen on my book here, the, the motto is explore, embrace and enjoy your world. So it's embracing differences and celebrating our similarities too. You know, people are people, but you just won't um, yes. <laughs> know about them until you, you know, take that step and get to know them, even and if it's outside of your country. And that's one thing I loved about your book that um, when I got the books, you know, I said, okay, let me read it to my son because I thought it was just a mm-hmm. children's book. So I, you know, I was reading it to him and then I got caught up in the book (laughs) because it's easy to read and understand, but it's just the, the, the different, the the knowledge, the things that you see. I didn't realize that in the books with the UK and the Belize, learning so much about the countries from the little book and it's not... Uh, it's multi-page book <laughs> right you know yeah. what I mean but just learning about the, the the things in the culture the food you know yeah I learned so much about Belize the the national dish yeah and, and chicken yeah <laughs> thing, but I love yeah. and I didn't yeah. realize that the similarities you know with Jamaica we love right. rice and peas and chicken <laughs> Right. <laughs> it was great, you know, in learning so much. And even even we, you know, in Jamaica, we have that connection with um the UK. You know, a lot of our cultural yes. things come from, you know, the British and that sort of thing. And it was just refreshing to learn and to see yeah. the similarities. So it was it was so great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that well, that's the goal. And I'm glad that you brought that up that, you know, um, I, I try to, it's all about the audience. Yes, it's for kids ages six to nine, but kids younger read it and, and people older read it, and they still learn something. So that's achieving the objective there. But, but um, yeah, just to make it simple, um, not just to understand, but to retain. So it's kind of like an eruption, but, but it's I also try to be comprehensive in what I offer in the book. Yes, it's basic information. I want to know, I want them to know what the country's flag looks like or their capital or, yes. or the proper name of it. It's not just England, it's the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. You know what I mean? But also I, I want it to be comprehensive in terms of, it's not the ready attractions that we think of the castles or the Eiffel Tower, yes. but it's, it's, it's about like people and culture as well. Um, the the, the Garinago or the Mennonite of Belize or or it's about a particular practice, cultural practice, Diwali in in yeah, you know. So that's kind of the approach to what I do in, in, in terms of the books. Um, I also want to make it uh, practical. Yeah. Out of the books they're ending with um, you know, a little quiz to kind yes. of um, see what they remember what they read and then there's a little craft section attached to the country for Belize it's like making a little barrier reef project or something like that and I love Um, that that it has a little activity corner you know yeah yeah and and, um 
and then it's just ending with like snapshots of the like real life snapshots not not just googling a picture and putting it there but snapshots of the country but also for kids to see other kids in the yes. in, in the country traveling and that's there. one of the things that i had that i had down that i loved about the, that you know i'm actually seeing you or other persons enjoying the sites enjoying the culture yeah. so i'm seeing pics of that so it's easy to visualize yourself if i go here yes. you know i can visit this place i can have this because you're seeing people yes. instead of just right. reading about it right 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 yeah, yeah. but jolene tell us um how do you approach creating the books? You know, how do you go about researching and writing your books? What's the process like? Yeah, yeah. Well, certainly some of the, how I choose to write, of a, choose a particular place to write about, I, I would like, like to have a personal experience with that place, first of all. Um, that's the best way to get to, to know a place and to write about a place. But certainly, yes, you need to do a bit of research as well. Um, and so that goes into it. But I've learned too that, uh, you know, in, in certain places, um, if like I haven't been there before, for example, in, in the foreign service, that was my desk duty, like that region. So I did a lot of research, but I also met a lot of persons from the region at every level. And I, I found that getting to know about the places best is through its people, you know, um, that's how to that's how you get the authenticity behind what you're writing, the content of what you're writing. You know, in our world, yes. a lot, there's a lot of gatekeeping in the media. Um, so even though you might be researching, it's kind of what somebody else wants you to know about that country, you know, um, and that's always not a true, <laughs> you know. So to, to be able to ask somebody and get get their view, get, you know, get their opinions, get what they want to offer of their country and that that too also helps to not to not inadvertently offend people because um you know what you uh something good to talk about they have a totally different opinion yes. in their country being in the country you know um so yeah i i try to do that um in in terms of writing and of course i want to pinpoint different countries in all different continents i just don't want to stick to one region to one. yes know? so yeah i i i did belize and uk because that's well i wouldn't live it down if i didn't did a do a book um <laughs> at first and foremost but um i still want to touch on an african countries um east asia south america you know so that's that's still the goal there and interestingly enough um a friend of mine she does um travel writing and blogging, you know, and video production. And it's the same thing she was saying, like you, you know, you have yeah. to know the places um, yeah. through the people. Yeah. And, you know, before she goes anywhere, she said that she talks to maybe someone who lives there and that sort of thing to get the, to, you know, get an idea of where you must go, what's good. Right. Because the local, she always said to me, stay local, you know, right. do the local because that's the best experience that you can get right. not necessarily the touristy yeah. um right doing the touristy things but to just do the local things whether it's going to a market you know just a simple zoo <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly um and like i said it's 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 more than what you see from in the media especially the stereotypes you know 
Africa is not all about African safaris. It's far, far much, it's much more about that, you know? So it's it's kind of even helping to dispel some of that, um, those stereotypes as well. If you actually get to talk to somebody from there and, and not just go with what you see on TV or see on social media or, or read it, you know, in, do a, like a research or something, you have to talk to people to get their stamp of approval, so to speak. <laughs> and I'm curious, I know you have different characters in your books. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Kyle, now my curiosity, are these are these characters like real kids, real people? <laughs> um, you know, I just, as you can see, they're different uh, nationalities, each of yeah. the characters. So that was the goal. Um, I, I want everybody to be represented, um, you know, in a sense. First of all, not everybody can travel, but um, yeah, you can be represented in a in a in a book you know and you can create your own imagination from there and so yeah that's that's the goal in making these four little characters little as little pilots going to different places and it's not like you know kyle is like a caucasian but yes he can go to different parts of the world it's not just for you know that one nationality you know you you're able to go different places um so yeah i want everybody to be representative and feel inclusive so they can do something like this. Okay, great, great. Because I was just gonna say, you know, why why we don't have a Claudine in a Claudine? <laughs> yeah, well, I might uh, <laughs> who knows that character there, or I might make them meet a Claudine in in <laughs> if I do Jamaica. <laughs> There's only one Claudine in Jamaica. <laughs> yes, I'm plugging myself, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's an idea. That's an idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you know what, Jillian, in writing um, these books, though, what have you learned? What lessons have you learned? Because I know, you know, writing the books, although writing is your background and that sort of thing, I know in doing these things, sometimes you have challenges, you know, in um, when you want to put out your own books. And even though it's a children's book, you must have certain yeah. little challenges when writing them so um what lessons have you learned or what challenges what challenges have you had from this whole writing experience yeah well um for it just to be a uh illustrative book a picture book is a as simple as you see the book there it's a big undertaking a few pages but it's still a big undertaking just because you need an illustrator i can um, imagine <laughs> yeah and just being able to um communicate with them and and what you want the pictures to look like um, and, and you know how that actually comes out that was a challenge and then uh, being able to I actually formatted it myself so I had there was a lot of technical things that I had to learn to be able wow. to bring it out in, in publishing yeah and and so I I learned a lot of Adobe <laughs> um, different uh, skills in Adobe the whole uh, yeah I, I did all of that just to be able to bring it to life, to, to, to organize the book itself from front to back um, before publishing it. And, and re with regard to publishing, um, Amazon does make um, self-publishing a bit easier yeah. um, just because that's a ready avenue, a ready market for people. And I got a really good, I got really good feedback on the first book that I wrote, you know, uh, Jada Goes to Belize. So I continued <laughs> along those lines, you know. 
Um, but yes, definitely the technical parts of put together was a was a challenge. I knew what I wanted there, but just being able to put it together, a lot of lessons learned. <laughs> and I'm, I, you know, I'm glad that we're discussing it, and people can see that it's not just an easy feat because no. a lot of times, you know, I tell my listeners that sometimes when you start something, the challenges and all of that, or even before you start, you might be looking on the journey and saying, but I don't know much about this. I don't know much yeah. about that, you know? Yeah. So I'm glad that your story, my listeners are hearing to your story, um, that things will come with challenges. You know, although you have the background in writing, it's not just an easy thing. And we just have yeah. to keep yeah. at it. You know, we have to learn a lot of skills as we go along, there will be right. challenges and we have to learn things, but you learn it, you move along and you don't yeah. let that defeat you. <laughs> and, and it's a skill that you can use for so many other things now, not just in, in writing children's book. If I wanted to stick to that, you know, it's something else I can, and you can use it in that as well. Exactly. And in writing these books, you now know um, what it takes, the requirements to write other books, yeah. to do other things, yes, you know, yes. and you can even coach people, mentor. Yeah, I've, and I've done that already. They, <laughs> as you know, when I first got the, yeah, yeah, exactly. People have asked me already what was the process, um, and I've been able to do that um, and help them too. So, because so have mm -hmm. it up here that they want to do something like that, but they've just not gotten the opportunity or or. They just don't know where to start. So if you start, see somebody yeah. else, you know, doing it, being able to do it, it's like, hmm, let me ask that. And then they'd be surprised at how just that first step can lead to a lot more. So you see, guys, don't just have the ideas in your head, you know, <laughs> move to it, do it, take that first step. And sometimes you just need to ask somebody, you know, reach yeah. out to somebody to find out what's that first step. And once you get the first step, then you know, you just move along. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So we're, we're learning, we're learning. <laughs> Literally putting pen to paper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because yeah. I'm even thinking about writing a book. No, oh, lovely, so, um, lovely. A simple book. So I'm even learning from you guys now, you know, how, how I, what I should think about, you know, some of the challenges that I might face and how I might overcome them. So, right. you know, it's, it's good to learn from each other. And just being connected, learning, you know, networking, Trader, I, somebody just told me about her. She didn't even live too far away from me. She was from South Africa. So she, she already likes the international feel of oh. things. And it, it really just fell into place how that worked out. And, <laughs> and, and she was very reasonable in, in, in her package. Um, deal, you know, because these things can, illustrations can cost an arm and a leg, but she, she, yeah, she was very reasonable and she just enjoyed the idea of it, you know, writing travel, a travel book series for kids. So that really was a blessing finding her. And that's what I realized, you know, that once you have the idea and once you put it out there, the universe always aligns <laughs> everything. Yeah. You just, yeah. you know, you find your illustrator that's not far that's not totally expensive everything will just fall in place sometimes no matter what so sometimes mm -hmm. we sit and we worry how are we gonna do this how am 
how am I going to do that, you know? But if we put it out there, let's start. The universe always just brings these things to you. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's great. Now, we talk about your travel and, you know, helping um, families and kids to, you know, understand and to learn different languages and cultures and that sort of thing. Um, But what else do you want, you know, us to get from your book? Yeah, um, you know, each book is each book is prefaced with a little prompting. Um, let's let's get ready to go somewhere new, learn something new, meet someone new. You know, um, always preparing people to, to 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 face new challenges. You know, get out of their little box. So my my thing is, I don't want people to be insular. You know, and again, I, that's why I start from kids at their most impressionable um they're going to be the leaders of tomorrow so from from at this stage i can get you to you know value the importance of of global differences to to embrace that um to see it as a positive you know um and again like i said before if i can get people to dispel one stereotype that they've all always held that that's a win for me in in them reading this book and and having that them take that away from it okay and let me let me fast a little bit with you (laughs) yeah yeah um i know you have traveled a whole lot and you know and you're now exposing the rest of us to other places and stuff but um is there any um memorable travel experiences or places that you have visited that you know have stayed Mm -hmm. with you whether negatively or positively. Yeah, yeah, ask it that way. Um, What readily comes to mind is actually a very early on uh, travel experience. When I was, I wouldn't even say more than seven years old, I, you know, our family had visited New York um, for a summer vacation. And I remember, um, you know, being at the little Bible camp like a vacation bible school and um i just saw and this is not a positive experience this is a negative takeaway i just but it was what kind of helped yeah it it it, it, it's what spurred me on in a sense because i from that young an age i remember how many how 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 wasteful kids were in terms of food oh you know they were in terms of food even at that young an age and obviously i wouldn't have thought to <laughs> put that in writing or something like that. but I look back on that right now and think you know if those children just were able were exposed to what other children um face elsewhere you know the shortage of food the lack thereof yes. you know maybe they would come to appreciate um things a lot more you know having things a lot more um and so that's us like a negative but also positive side of travel and I, like I you've said I've been to several different places but really that is the and I just mentioned that to somebody the other day that really is a lasting um experience um just in 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 what that brought about you know um just for people to for kids for, for people in general other people um experience in much of the rest of the world you know it, it will make them appreciate what they have, but also it might even develop in them a sense of uh, serving yes. or helping other people, you know? 
And it's interesting that you say that it makes you appreciate what you have. Because I always tell tell people that um, you learn so much when you travel and you don't Mm -hmm. have to travel like you don't have to go international. You don't even have to leave your um, country, but to just um, leave your little place, your little village, your little city and just go out there. You learn so much, you know, because even us within one country itself, you learn so much about other people, other areas. Because even in mm-hmm. Jamaica, um, me in Kingston, <laughs> sometimes yeah, yeah. do things differently from, say, somebody that lives in St. Elizabeth. Right, right. And sometimes even the the, the, um, the accent is totally yes. different. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in right. the same country. <laughs> yeah. And I know it's the same true. for like you in Belize. Because I think Belize, I read in the book that you um, speak Spanish. Um, yeah. As small of a country as it is, it's a, a, a melting pot of, of cultures there. Yes. So, you know, you don't, you, it, it's good when you, 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 you go out and you, you know, experience mm-hmm. other places so that you can appreciate what you have. And I tell you a story. I went to, um, I visited Puerto Rico. Okay. A couple of years ago. And, you know, we did a sightseeing. And we went to a place where, um, you know, you're in some kayaks and <laughs> the, the little microorganisms in the water, in the river. Yeah. And um, when you move about in it, they they um, they shine. The light, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've heard yes. Um, we have that in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. Know? We our attraction is called Glistening Waters in okay. Trelawney. And I've never been to the one in Jamaica. But you see, I journeyed <laughs> all the way to Puerto Rico <laughs> <laughs> to see theirs. And it was yeah. so interesting that when we went there, um, the guys on the tour, they were saying, you know, you guys, it's it's like only three or four of that type of thing is in the world. And Jamaica wow. has one. And yeah. he was saying that ours is bigger, brighter, yeah. and better. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I was like, look at that. I've never oh, even visited. Right in my yard. And I've never visited, you know, and seen yeah. some of the attractions when you go out. You know, when you come home, you're like, but I have, I have better or more here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... I, I didn't become a tourist in my own country until, you know, I went away for school. And then it was um, obviously when you come back home in the summer, so, you know, you don't miss the water until the well runs dry. So, That's you it. know, when you come back, it's kind of like you miss it and you want to just take advantage of what you have there. And, and yeah, all those years growing up, you, you didn't. And now that you went away and didn't have it. You appreciate it more. <laughs> Because yeah. you realize, you know, you realize what you have at home is, 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 is good. We take advantage, you know, of what we have. And when you go out and experience it, and sometimes even seeing, um, you realize I might be here and I cost my people. <laughs> but sometimes when you visit somewhere else, you're like, okay, Jamaica, you know, it's really warm. <laughs> you yeah. know, or yes. the, the people 
we're warm and we're inviting because sometimes you forget that other places. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> yep. So true. <laughs> so we appreciate that, you know, you, Jolene, have, you know, taken on the feet of exposing us and our kids, you know, to the world out there. Yes. And I just yeah. love that. Love, love that. So what's next for you? Well, you know, I I, uh, I would love to continue. It's like a series. So I would love to continue this series. Um, again, touching on even more continents. Um, but interestingly enough, since I've written these books, I... I um, have also compiled an, another book. It's not it's not a children's book, but because I n now know the process, I've also put together like a devotional workbook for for young mothers. You know, wow. so that's something. It's it's called faith um, faith and frustrations in motherhood. It's like twenty five uh, to thirty uh, encouraging devotionals, short writings that they can do, and it's a workbook that you know you can relate to. Like mothers can relate to young mothers can relate to their young children. So I would like to continue some something like that. Certainly, yes, the, the children's travel book series, but whatever new topic or interest comes to mind, I, I, I would want to put pen to paper and put it into. <laughs> and don't stop, girl. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It doesn't have to be about traveling, but yeah. And I realized that you have... Um... You have a great way of just simply putting things for people to just understand. And that's what I love. That's what I yeah, love about I don't want to write. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. I love that you said that you have um, that devotional for mothers because um, my listeners know I'm always ranting about <laughs> motherhood. <laughs> what? I have one little boy. One. <laughs> and I find it so hard and I'm always ranting about, you know, being a mother and how I'm tired of being a mother. So yeah. the book is spot on, the devotional. Yeah. I need that, and I know a lot of my listeners need, need that encouragement. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We all need a bit of encouragement, right? We do. To know that you're not the only one going through the frustrations. Yes. We do, we do. <laughs> You know, it, it, it is really frustrated. And on that, how do how you how you balance? How you balance like work and yeah. you know the family and your writing? That's a good question, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I just try and you know my, my husband is very supportive of my writing. He he loves to read it too, whatever I write. So um he definitely will help out in, in giving me that space, that time to 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 in those efforts um but yeah it's just about you know when you have an idea you put it pen to paper so that it you know it's not like you're going to write fully then but just so that you don't forget it so that when you do have the time you come back to it and um you're able to elaborate and develop that thought you know but um yes i do it, and it is a challenge to find the balance i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you know it's a nine to five um yeah it's it's tough but the writing is a pastime of mine, a, a hobby of mine, a passion of mine. So we find the thing, we find the time for things that we are passionate about. And um, yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, you have to be passionate about things, and sometimes you can't. Yeah. It's the, the 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 world, and um, you know, just life itself. Right. You know, just 
gets you because sometimes I I know I struggle all the time. I talk about my struggle yeah. all <laughs> the time, you yeah. know, in trying to balance work, home, yeah. kids, everything. Yeah. It's really a struggle. So, you know, you have yeah. to have that passion. And when you yeah. have that passion, you have to take time out, you know, to to work on it. And a yeah. lot of times I tell my listeners that it's not you, you can't always submerge yourself into what you want to do. So some days it will take an hour. You dedicate an hour. Right. Some days it's five minutes. Yes, exactly. You know, and, and you, we always have to take time for ourselves too. So for, for me, writing is a little outlet, you know, a kind of way to de-stress. So when I do find that time to write, it's not, it's not like I'm working, you know, I mean, it's just me trying to relax and, because we all need that little break <laughs> yes we do we we need a break sometimes <laughs> and it's yeah. great for you know as mothers too we have to realize that we do need a break sometimes it, it can't always be go 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 go, go, go. yeah yep. we have to take some time to recharge okay. and rewire definitely so that is great and i'm so glad that you have taken on you know the little devotional we can't wait to see <laughs> yes. read and use yeah. <laughs> sure sure i will share I, that with you i need that in my life <laughs> yeah all right you have um taken on so much you know from you know your former life being a diplomat the professional life i should say yes. you know being a diplomat moving into motherhood and you know no, being an author, that's not a thing. Um, you have any tips, words of encouragement for us who, you know, want to go on that journey or not even for writing, but, you know, mm -hmm. something, doing something that we're passionate about. You have any words of en encouragement, advice or tips for us? Yeah, well, you know, I, I think I'll use that same um, part in my book that says, you know, if you have the opportunity to, 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 to do something new, go somewhere new, meet someone new, learn something new. I can use that as an analogy for anything in life, you know, just take that first step because you just never know what that might bring about. Um, you, you never know the friendships that might come through it, never know the some kind of useful facts, interesting facts that you might discover, but like never know how that might shape your thinking pre you know what we once thought about something how it might reshape that thinking or how it might develop some uh, values when, within us um, but just if you have that opportunity to take that first step be it in writing or whatever you know prof what your pro professional life take it you know you never know what that decision might um, lead to and, and as the book says explore embrace enjoy your world that we there's a world of opportunities a world of possibilities out there so definitely you know take advantage well said well said <laughs> and i hope my <laughs> listeners you know i hope you're hearing and soaking all of this up you know in wrapping up i yes. i like to give a little of what i learned <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what I learned from you, Jolene, is that you don't have to be inside um, a little box. You can do many other things. 
And we see that from your life, you know, your professional life, you move from one stage to the next, you know, a diplomat being an educator, um, now an author. So there's many things that you can do. You don't have to settle for one thing. You know, you can go there and explore and do other things. And um, I also learned from you that, you know, you don't have to um, settle and you don't have to look at all the challenges and all of that around you, but just taking the first step, yes. you know, moving towards your passion, taking the first step and everything else will come in line. Yeah. You're going to have challenges and you're going to have little things in and out, but you have to make that first step. And I'm glad that you said that today and we learned that another mm -hmm. thing um, is when you take that first step, the skills you acquire. Mm -hmm. And that's important. Yeah. You might not have had the skill before, but right. in going through the process and the journey, you learn yeah. lots more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, those skills will, will stay with you. Yes. You know, so that's 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 good. And, you know, you don't have to be global. You don't mm -hmm. have to go there and travel, travel, travel. But we can also be exposed and learn from people like you in your book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah books are very <laughs> so, um, and, you know, support is also good. Yes. You, know, you have to have the support. That's very important also. And I want to thank you, Jolene. <laughs> For, you know, just exposing us to the different places and cultures. I, I tell you, uh, as I said before, I took up the book to read to my son and I was hooked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for that. And again, it's been a pleasure just, um, yeah, getting to, to chat with you a little bit more about this and then just, yeah, share with your readers, your listeners rather. <laughs> so, so guys, you have to get Jolene's book. I'm plugging her. You have to. <laughs> I have I have the books here. <laughs> yep. Please, UK, and this is in uh, India. <laughs> so three so far in the series. Okay, so I need to get India. <laughs> yeah, they're very they're very good guys, and it's not just for kids. I know we're saying it's you know a children's series, but it's not just for kids. I learned a whole lot. It's simply put. But not just simple, but um, it's a holistic book. You learn about those places, um, learn about the culture, the food, the language. Everything is put simply. And it's, it's a great reference also. You know, I have kids. And I know a lot of you out there have kids. And it's great. These books are great for references. We do a lot of homework that I always <laughs> rant about in <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I get a lot of homework and research about places, and it's nice when I can just draw on these books, you know, to to yeah. for for reference. So, guys, it's great, great, great. Go out there and get Jolene's book, Pilots and Places. Jada goes to Belize. Kyle goes to the UK, and which one, Jolene, from in for India? Sophia goes to India. Great. And um, where can we get the books? Amazon, Amazon.com. Just uh, plug in Pilots and Places and it should pop up. <laughs> That's the little brand, Pilots and Places. So there's no excuse, guys. Pilots and Places, Amazon. I know all of y'all go on Amazon. <laughs> yes. 
Amazon junkies. <laughs> all right. And um, I'll put all of Jolene's um, contact and social media stuff. I'll put it in the show notes so you're sure to get them and people can, you know, reach out um, from that. So thank you, Jolene. Uh, thank, thank you, you for coming, you know, and exposing us to these um, cultural places. You're and thank you for welcome. writing such great, great books. Thank you. you know, you're welcome. <laughs> keep, keep on doing what you're doing, girl. Because as I said, thank I just you. love how you write simplistically and holistically. And that's great. Easy for me to just go through and understand. So keep thank doing you. what you're doing and thank looking you. out for much more. <laughs> Yes, from you. I sure, yeah, sure, certainly, certainly. And thank you again for the encouragement. Much appreciated. Right. So thank mm-hmm. you. Listeners, please do go out and get the books. Everything will be in the show notes, so you have no excuse, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, no thank worries. you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode. But please, 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 guys, do not keep this podcast to yourselves. Share, share, share. Tell a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or just anybody you think would love to listen. And please don't forget to like and subscribe. Me love but remember, the journey of a million miles begins with one single step. So no bother beat up on yourself. All right, people? And look out for the next episode of Mindful, the podcast. Love you know.